0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Freeman Means Business Wonder Women in Business podcast. Everyone has a story, and on our podcast, we give a voice to those women whose story is meaningful, moving, and compelling. We share their stories with the world so that in their shining, they give you permission to shine as well. It's my belief we should all own our stories and bring our whole selves to work and back to home and back to work again the next day. Um, Today's guest is Rebecca Martin. She is the Editor-in-Chief of Cinema Femme Magazine and Client Relationships Manager at Storybolt. Rebecca, welcome.
1: Oh, thank you. I'm I'm happy to be here.
0: (laughs) Awesome, awesome. So I love what you do, and I've checked you out just slightly. I don't like to get Mm -hmm. to know my guests too much before the podcast because we want our conversations to be authentic, but Mm -hmm. let me let Mm -hmm. you tell people about you. Tell us
1: a little bit about yourself. Yep. So I, I guess I could start in 2011. Uh, I am a uh, film, I started out as a film lover, I guess you could say. I I started a film discussion group in Chicago uh, called the Chicago Film Lover Exchange. And uh, the it was, it's a meetup group that uh, where we would meet once a month to just discuss a film like a film that most people loved and then we would just spend like a couple hours just dissecting the film and talking about it and i created the group because i felt like i couldn't find people like me who are who just love to just talk about film um dissect it and just go deep and relate it to um the you know your your day-to-day life and they're you know they came out of the woodwork like suddenly um you know it started with five people and then it went to like you know 30 people and and soon we were having uh, a meet up, you know, every couple weeks, and we started to go to movies together and hang out together, and then we just created a strong community. And uh, today, there's over six thousand members. Wow, <laughs> which, which is is insane, insane. So, and, anyway, so I I was. That was my, those were my people for a while. And uh, during that time, I just realized that, you know, there were so many women coming to our meetup groups who were passionate about film, but they weren't reflected in the media at all. Uh, For, you know, film critics, all the people that were being highlighted in terms of film criticism were mostly men. And, yeah. And then also just at the award ceremonies, like the Golden Globes, I was very disappointed, again, to see that no female filmmakers were nominated. Yeah. And that's just a reoccurring thing every year. So I just wanted to create a platform uh, where female uh, voices could could celebrate film together. Uh, so I started Cinema Femme uh, back in... 2000 well november 2018 was our first issue uh but but yeah so i started then and and uh so we were doing print and online and uh, every issue had some kind of theme uh it kind of modeled it off of the chicago film lover exchange where we would focus on one film and then there would be personal essays and then we'd also have interviews related to to that film Uh, but it's it's really grown into something totally not uh, it's expanded a lot and I don't know if you want me to go into that now but but that's that's kind of how everything got started. I have to tell you I'm super fascinated and I was biting my
0: tongue not to interrupt only because I'm so excited This is fantastic. So you organically grew, you tapped into a blue ocean strategy, you know, something that people had never done, not because it was for the money or it looked Mm -hmm. like an, it was for a good cause. It was for the cause that your passions align with. Mm -hmm. I love that. So I took um, critical cinema in college in my comms program, which a lot of people do and you mm-hmm. look at the classics and you study the classics and what i noticed then and it's probably still true unfortunately is even the voices in the media about film are men like mm-hmm. even even if the film is about a woman or maybe the the protagonist or the main character is a woman mm-hmm. the people talking about the film are men um yeah. yep. i recently <laughs> hosted this huge event in san francisco and one of my speakers covered the to- topic of um, women's voices in the media, or, mm-hmm. or the lack of, and mm-hmm. she shared an example of how um, the topic of childbirth came up and men were the only ones quoted about it. Isn't that crazy? I,
1: yes, and I, I have a lot to say about that as well, but I, yeah, it's, it's horrible, and just to note that uh, 51% of the population is women.
0: Yeah. Hello. Hello. So my husband is an ally in the biggest way, as you might imagine. I don't think he could live with me if he weren't, but he gets it. He comes from a family of women. Um, he has five sisters, three daughters, a mother, his father died when he was 19. So he was raised by a single mom and I, you know, am a feminist. So, um, Yeah, I am seeking out allies and they're coming my way and you'll find them on my podcast. So I love what you do. You've carved out a unique niche. And I think that I want to expand on what you do in the way of an email campaign to my database. I think what you do is so unique. Um, Mm -hmm. And and not only is Chicago ripe for that, I think um, big cities like San Francisco, Boston, you know, they would Mm -hmm. be interested as well. So let's Mm -hmm. talk about that after this podcast. Um, what I have to say, I mean, I'm imagining this is your proudest professional accomplishment, but what if I'm wrong? So I'll ask, what is your proudest professional accomplishment?
1: Uh, yeah, so this definitely is my proudest professional accomplishment. I mean, it's interesting because for money, I've been, I've been doing, you know, sales for a while and I, it's, it's almost like something I just, was doing just so I could pay the bills. Although I, I'm passionate in connecting people to the right resources and selling, like I worked in the legal community uh, for a while, um, you know, selling advertising to law firms and and uh, connecting event sponsorship opportunities. And I was very passionate about that, but it's, it's always been film for me. So I, when I actually, started this this magazine i feel like i'm just aligning with what i i'm meant to be doing and what's interesting is i've found that i'm really good at interviewing and i think that comes from my my sales background because i would go on sales calls all the time and it might most of my job would just be to listen to these clients and hear what their needs were and I didn't realize that was preparing me for talking to uh, female filmmakers <laughs> and and just uh, listening to their stories and then uh, writing uh, you know pieces on them and and I realized this is something I've become really good at and this is something in terms of career I I'm starting to consider myself a journalist which I never considered that before but people are quoting me (laughs) and and putting me on like their their advertising for their films and I just it it seems bizarre to me but I've it's come to the point where it just seems like an honor where I can you know express my feelings about films and also elevate the voices of the people who make them.
0: You know what this reminds me of? So it sounds like we're in our political landscape, democracy is dying. You have um, a democratic movement where the will of the people, the voice of the people is being heard because you're mm-hmm. moving the needle in that industry. So yes. um, how awesome is that? Mm-hmm. I, I would love to connect you with the woman who did the talk on um, voices in the media. Yeah, maybe that would be amazing. Ha- Yeah, maybe she could write something for you or you two would have, some connections or things in common Uh or what have you Uh um i have to agree that's a pretty darn you know proud professional accomplishment so if Uh i were in your shoes i'd probably stay same um and i can't wait to learn more but somebody probably inspired you or maybe not i don't know who's been a mentor or an inspiration to you
1: yeah so i uh there mm, there there's been a number of women throughout the, the past two years that, that have really helped me in starting my own business and uh, guiding me and, you know, showing that there there is grit where the, yeah. <laughs> when you're following your dreams, like it's not just, oh, I'm following my dreams and it's all rainbows and fun. It's not, it's not, it's really hard. It's really hard. And earlier this year, I just... I, you know, I I knew that in the back of my head, like, there were going to be a lot of challenges, but I didn't realize how hard it was going to be in terms of, like, I was used to getting, like, a paycheck every couple weeks and making a salary and, you know, being quite comfortable. Uh, And then you realize, oh, this is really uncomfortable, and I I have to... (laughs) yeah and i have to actually reach out to people and get help and i never had to do that before so there are women um throughout the year women that have started their own businesses i've i started meeting with with them and uh, i would say as a community and a whole of women business owners uh that has been they have been um you know mentors to me uh, just during this process and and making me feel like I'm not alone. That is awesome. That is
0: awesome. So I don't know if you know this, but um, I empathize wholly with you in that I started my own business a year and a half ago. And when it came to teaching, I, I teach a lot of comms, different comms theories and how they relate to creating an inclusive workplace. But one of the things that I think about is how I teach negotiations and I teach women to make the ask. Uh And then when Uh it came time for me to do it, oh my God, I was squirmish. I was uncomfortable. I was afraid. I was like, Uh yeah, you're always so strong and independent and successful and you're getting it done. And now you're on your own and you're like, who can help me? Yeah. Uh I feel Uh you, sister. So um, that's Uh awesome that you've had a community of mentors. And I'm sure um, you have probably had some sponsors, whether you knew it or not. So that's pretty awesome. What um, along this journey has been your biggest challenge or setback and how did you overcome it?
1: Yeah, so I I was trying to be like the one – Leader of my business, and and throughout the year, people were saying you need to get somebody who's like a partner with you. You you can't you can't do it alone. You can't lead a business alone. You need somebody who can kind of balance you out, um, kind of like a, a co-founder, I guess. And I, for most of the year, I was just doing it all on my own. And then you know, I had some interns working for me, but on a leadership level, I. I was the only one who was kind of pushing, you know, where Cinema Femme was going, and it's exhausting. It's exhausting. Yeah. And actually, I it took me until the end of this year to realize I need to partner with other leaders who are doing groups or businesses that kind of align with what we're doing with Cinema Femme. So, I've started to reach out, uh, you know, I, I, I work, you, you mentioned that I, I do, um, I'm a client management for, for story And there's a woman that leads that uh, group where uh, it's, it's actually pretty amazing what they're doing. They, they have uh, this, this um, library of documentaries, like over 3000 of short documentary films that they offer to uh, like diversity groups and businesses to show the employee. And it's really amazing. And so, you know, there, there's, there's a woman leading that uh, company um, and she's been a really good person to, to be connected with. And there is also some production companies that are focused on just um, getting female filmmaker films out there. And, and so now that I'm starting to align myself with other leaders, I, I it's not, I mean, it's stressful still. <laughs> but it's not, um, I get excited because I can collaborate with these other groups rather than just trying to go solo at it. That's amazing.
0: So I, I, have never heard of them and shame on me. um, Maybe because I think I have heard of Docademia. Is that what? Yes. That's the same thing.
1: Okay. uh, Yeah. Storybolt is the, it's rebranded. Yeah. I like
0: the rebrand. Let me just say StoryBolt is powerful. Um, mm-hmm. that is, that is, some of what you said just now is what I do for a living. So we should talk offline about how StoryBolt can help me to be more successful in helping others. Yeah. Um, so we'll have that conversation after this call or another day, perhaps. Um, you know, I, I would ask you, my next question usually is about how do you recommend helping other women? But you, your whole raison d'etre is helping other women. So you've been clear on that um, raising their profiles, giving them a voice. And, Mm -hmm. you know, here's something I've come across in in the research that I share and the work that I do. Um, men often let chaos ensue and then they come in and clean up like the white knight, you know? So, and they love that. Mm -hmm. That's just their way. But women are more preventive in nature, by nature, and Mm -hmm. they don't allow these problems to happen. So then we're not rewarded for our great, you know, white knight behaviors. So mm-hmm. um, I love that you're, you know, pointing out that women are doing great things, but not getting recognized for it because so many misunderstand and believe wrongingly that mm-hmm. women don't speak up. We do, but are we heard? Yeah. That's the question. We absolutely do. Um, so mm-hmm. it's time to stop being ignored. Um, Yay. Which is why you and I wake up every morning is to give women a voice. So that's, uh, let me ask you something that what is, uh, this has been pretty surprising to me to hear your story, your history. That's incredible how you grew this organically from a a meetup group in Chicago. Um, Uh tell me what's a surprising fact about you that others may not know.
1: Well, I, you know, I always bring this up and I, I, I think it's interesting. I, when I, when I was growing up as a kid, I, I lived in Singapore for a couple of years. And then I also lived in, I went to a boarding school in high school in, in London. And I really got an international awareness of, you know, just <laughs> people. On, I mean, I'm trying to so I, that's something that people don't really know, but it is reflected in Cinema Femme a lot. Like, I, I don't just interview people that are in Chicago, I, right. I interview people all over the world. And, and you know, it's actually exciting. I'm On Wednesday, I'm gonna be interviewing this woman who I really look up to, her name's Anna Cerner, and she is the uh, CEO of uh, the Swedish Film Institute. And And what she does for film in their country is amazing. Like they do all these reports and, and, she she's very active about getting those percentages like the female filmmakers those movies that are getting the money in sweden she's making sure that it's you know it's 50 50 you know or even higher for for women and and i i'm so excited to talk to her because she's doing similar work to what uh the gina davis uh i'm gonna mess this up um it's I know what you're talking the about. Gender yeah. and, yeah, I always yeah. remember Anyways, I forgot right. the name of it, but
0: I quote some of her research sometimes. I have, um, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, so that she kind of, Anna Cerner does in Sweden, kind of what they're doing in, in the US for, you know, at least in Hollywood. So I'm really excited to speak with her because she's m- making serious change in Europe. And I also have a writer from Egypt who uh, she's a poet and, and she writes personal essays for me. And it's so great to have like that fresh international voice. And, yeah. Cause you know, we often get stuck in our US, you know, we're the only ones that exist and there's nobody else on the planet, which is so sad. There, there's sad. a lot of people out there and it would benefit people if they actually reached out and collaborated with people that are outside of the country, so.
0: Yeah, it's the um, cjane.org. That's Gina Davis's. It's, yeah. it's gender in the media. gender in the yeah. media. Okay.
1: And I've written about them a lot. I just always, you know, get the name wrong. And I actually interviewed the, the research director, uh, Dr. Caroline Hellman, and she's been doing a lot of great work. So I, I, that was a great, great interview I had with her uh, back in January.
0: Nice. Very nice. I'm totally going to connect you with this. My friend, Elizabeth Lampert, who did that, did the uh, women's voices in media, you know, where are they? That kind of thing. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, I Mm -hmm. think
0: she would have a lot to talk about. So I think it's really interesting that you do international interviews. I know you made it a point to say that that is surprising and it's a great surprise. Do they suffer the same?
1: Uh, Yes. Yes. I would say when it so here, here's the thing. I, I there's there's a lot of change when it comes to female filmmakers um, being more represented in, in films that are being elevated. But what's seems consistent throughout is where the money is going, and that's why I'm so excited about Sweden is doing because they're putting money, um, you know, in, in like 50 50 with gender and and wow. but. A lot of the, the, it's, it's difficult for women. Or a lot of women are, are having difficulty getting money for, for films or at least getting yeah. the backing that most men. And, and, and what's interesting to me is that uh, every female filmmaker I speak to, they say, if we do a film, we have to make it perfect and great because yes. we don't, it's in, we don't get second chances, you That's know, which, which is, not the best mentality because uh you know, you have to be okay with with um, you know, not doing perfect work. And you, you need to be in it for the long haul. So it seems to me the women, female filmmakers who've been in it for a while, they're just like, just keep at it. Just keep at it. Don't don't let, you know, one flop like throw your career. Uh so I I I don't know if that answers your question at all, but that's kind of um yeah.
0: What does, does that yes? Does. Okay. So let me just okay. say, um, in the corporate world and the legal world, those are the two worlds that I am very well versed in, both corporate mm-hmm. and legal. Um, men can make mistakes. Women are not afforded that luxury. Yes. Uh-huh. And what I think is a problem is that a lot of people go out there and they try to tell women how to change to fit into the man's world. Like, oh, you cannot make a mistake or you're done. Bull. I think we need to change the operating system. Yes. trying to change women. So mm-hmm. um, we're all humans. We all do our best. We, we win or learn, never lose. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're in it like you are and you're in it like I am, you're, you're winning and learning, never losing. Right. So um, yeah, I would love to help you in some way. There are wheels turning in my head. I know we're running out of time on this podcast, mm-hmm. but maybe you and I could set up some time to talk after the holidays.
1: Oh, for and, sure. Um, yeah, I'd love that.
0: I have a thousand contacts in Chicago. I'm sure you have 15,000. I have a few internationally. I'm sure you have many more than a few, but I see a lot of alignment in what we're doing just for different industries. Um, Mine, you know, overlaps all industries. If you speak English, then you need to know what I have to say. But for Mm -hmm. you, I think there are a lot of connections I have who would help you succeed and vice versa. You could help them succeed. So mm-hmm. I love this brief conversation we've had and it's made me want to have many, many more.
1: Yes, agreed, agreed. And well, yeah. Mm-hmm. If any
0: listener wants to reach you, Rebecca, how would they do that?
1: I would say uh the best way to be would or to reach me would be by email. Uh, and that that would be cinemafem at cinemafem.com and that's the name of my magazine. So that's cinema C-I-N-E-M-A. Femme, F-E-M-M-E at cinemafemme.com. And yeah, that would be the best way to connect.
0: Awesome, awesome. Now, my listeners who are regular listeners know that I also write a blog. And so I will sync Rebecca's headshot, a few um, other pieces of media that we want to promote and share with you into that blog, as well as this email address she just said. So don't worry if you're furiously trying to find a pen and remember what she said. We will (laughs) write it down. It will be on my website soon. I usually try to get them done within a week. Um, Mm -hmm. So I will let you know. And then Rebecca, I will send you the link so that you can share with your audience as well so they can get to know you a little bit better. Mm -hmm. That would be great. Thank you so much for spending a little time with me this morning. I know it's not morning where you are, but it's still morning here and it's a nice (laughs) way to start my day.
1: Yes, thank you so much. It was great speaking with you. You too. Have a good day. Bye, everybody.